Welcome in to the 21st episode of the Breakdown Podcast. I'm pretty sure we caught your yo there at the beginning. Um, well, what's up, guys? <laughs> That's Jackson Klein, as always, here. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Wissey, Josh underscore Wissey on Instagram, Josh Wiss underscore on Twitch, where I stream everything. Uh, Jackson's at Jackson underscore Klein on Instagram, and of course, we got Brandon Ferlanti wearing his Giants hat once again. Hello, everyone. You can find him on Instagram at underscore Brandon Ferlanti underscore. Uh, today's our big NFL episode. We all, you all know that, who's listening to the pod right now. We are going to pick, however, two college basketball games for Sunday for tomorrow on the pod right now records Brandon Jackson four and five and I want a 4-0 run here and it's seven and two uh person that knew almost the least coming in is maybe in first a, right here maybe that's a good thing first game here is uh West Richmond's at West Virginia West Virginia is minus nine I'll start because I started every single one and on a 4-0 run so I'll start it again I was so ready to come in here and pick West Virginia but when they didn't cover against North Texas the other day, and now coming in here and seeing a big nine total, I went, ho, 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 hold the horses. That's too many points. I'm taking Richmond here. They're a surprise team. They can surprise West Virginia here. I got Richmond plus the nine. Yeah, I'm going to take Richmond here also. West Virginia scared me a little bit. They just didn't cover that North Texas game. That was 12 and a half. They won by 12. But I think Richmond is good. They're ranked for a reason. They're the best middle pack team. I think they're playing with a lot of momentum, and I'm a guy that likes to ride momentum. I'm going to ride it here with Richmond here. Um, I'm going to take West Virginia. I know it's a, a big spread, but I think that West Virginia is a very talented team, and they're going to be able to cover a spread like this. I know it's a lot. You guys said I just like the overall team, and Richmond is a good team, I know, but I just think that West Virginia is going to be able to cover it, so I'm going to take West Virginia. Second game here for the Sunday is Baylor, really? they're Texas at Baylor. Baylor's minus eight and a half. I'll start again because that's the thing I'm going to start doing from now on. I'm taking Baylor. I think Baylor's the best team in the country. And I know Jackson's going to say Gonzaga, Gonzaga, but I really yeah. think Baylor would destroy Gonzaga right now. And I don't think this Texas team okay, is, destroy? Is, is all of that. So I think eight and a half is not enough. I think Baylor wins this game by 12. I don't like that statement. That they would, you really think they would destroy Gonzaga? Well... In a one versus two game, I think destroying would be more than five to yeah, seven. Yeah, I would say yeah. Well, where a game it's not free throws at the end, and one yeah. could walk away. Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that statement. Um, I'm gonna take Baylor here. I picked them when they're supposed to play Gonzaga. I really thought they were gonna win. Uh, I really like this team, as Josh said. Texas, I don't really like that too much. I think they lost a lot of people from last year in the draft. So I'm gonna take Baylor here. I'm going to take Baylor here also. Baylor is one of the best offenses, probably the second best behind Gonzaga. They have a great defense, which is probably better than Gonzaga. And Texas has been a defensive team, and I feel like they're not playing to that so well. They had trouble in the beginning, and North Carolina and Villanova putting up 68. They're a team that should hold those to under 60. I know those are the greatest teams, one of the greatest in the nation at the moment, but they should be playing better defense, and I think that's going to be where they fault. Baylor is a great offense. I think they're going to score a lot in Texas, and they're going to cover this one. So Jackson playing contrarian here for Baylor, Texas. You just hate Baylor. I'll be honest. So I'm playing Baylor. Wait, you're picking Baylor? Yeah. Oh, I thought you just said I'm picking Texas. Did I? Uh, I'm pretty sure you said Baylor. Oh, he was hyping right. the offense up. That's what I, I must be crazy then. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. Just to confirm, Baylor. Baylor. Yeah. I could have sworn I just heard Texas come out of your mouth. To be honest, I, I guess know what I'm I just, said a I guess ago. I'm just tripping. Um... Move on to the NFL here, 1 p.m. 
Texans are at Chicago, 1 p.m. here. Uh, Texans are minus two right now. This opened up. Bears are minus two, I'm pretty sure. I think it flopped. So a couple pros here put on some Texans, and the line flopped, seems like. What do you guys like here, Texans and Bears? Uh, I'm going to go to Texans here. I think it's be a very close game, surprisingly. The Bears are home. They always play teams very good at home. I just think this defense you can't be really scared of anymore. They've been allowing teams, every team that they play, to run up, run on them, throw on them, anything. They lost They lost to a Lions team by like three or four last week, who the Texans absolutely demolished on Thanksgiving. Deshaun Watson has been playing very well lately, and so has the whole really team. So I'm going to take the Texans here. I'm going to agree. I'm going to take the Texans as well. I... I was on this Texas team against the Colts, so I think that shows the faith I had in them last week. And I really think they won that game. They just screwed up at the end. And this Bears team's on the decline, 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 decline. They're not winning this game. This is Texans, and I think Texans are going to make a push. They're not going to get in, but they're going to make a push here at the back end. Yeah, you said it pretty well. The Bears on the decline. They've lost the last six straight. They haven't won since week six. I'm going to take the Texans here. I'm pretty sure the last four times Brandon's picked the Texas game was right. Mm-hmm. So hopefully all of us could be on the right side of that here. Houston, just, when you look at them, they're a way better team than Chicago. Their defense is playing horrible. Trubisky's not playing great. Montgomery's been running the ball well, but that's really it. I think Deshaun Watson will have a pretty good day and lead them to cover this one. Yeah, all the Texans here. Shout out to boy Matt Flores, big Texans fan. Um, second game here at 1 o'clock, Cowboys at Cincinnati. I'll start this one. Cowboys are minus three. I'm all over the Cowboys here. I really liked what they I saw against the Ravens. The defense just didn't hold up, but that's an issue they can't control at this point. The defense is just bad. But when you're versing a backup quarterback in Cincinnati, this team, A, doesn't want to win games, and B, can't win games. So, I think this is an easy Cowboys pick because three's not enough. If you gave me five, five and a half to six, I'm leaning Bengals, but three's not enough. I'm taking Cowboys here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys here also. I'm very surprised the Lions is small. When you look at the Cowboys, they still got good players on the offense. Andy Dalton, Zeke, Cooper, and just people that could play football. Bengals just don't have that. They have, I don't know who's starting. I think it's Finley if Allen is hurt. And I'm pretty sure Mixon's still hurt. They have I think eight, Mixon's back this he's week. He's finally going to be back. Well, that's be the only thing they have going. Dallas defense is bad, but I think Dallas offense will lead them to this one and cover it here. Uh, Yeah, this is a pretty easy one for me as well. I'm going to take Dallas. Last week, I think they played pretty well against a good Ravens team, especially a defense. This is a game, I think, where the running game that's going a little bit for Dallas. The Bengals are a very bad defensively team. I think that they can get a little momentum going here with this win because their schedule is not that hard. But I think it's too little too late for Dallas. But I'm going to take them either way to win this game and cover. Yeah, I just – Dallas scores 28 points in my mind. I don't, I don't see the Bengals scoring more than 14, 17. Yeah, even against this bad Dallas team. All defense are all – since he's offensive. Like, at enough. most, I'll give him 21. Yeah, most. I think that would be good. And I think – Cowboys put up 28 minimum. So. This could be a surprising high-scoring game. The over-under is, under is at 43. Yeah. Like, because people I, think I two bad that. teams, yeah. they don't do anything, but it's just two bad defenses also. Yeah. Moving on here. Chiefs. This was a game I was hyped for a little while ago. Not so much now here. Chiefs at Miami. Chiefs are minus seven. Uh, Jackson, you want to start this one? Yeah. Easy pick for the Chiefs. I don't care what the Dolphins are doing, and they're not doing so good right now. Yes, this would have been a great game looking forward a couple weeks ago, 
But I know the Dolphins won the last two. They got the Jets and Cincy, two easy opponents where they did not score much. And when you can play the Chiefs, you got to score, period. you got to score 30 points on this Chiefs team. They're going to score a lot. Chiefs cover this easily. I'm going to agree here. We're all consensus mostly here start the podcast. Chiefs can score. The Dolphins can't. Dolphins can't score. When you got to cover a big spread like seven, you need to score. They have not proven to me that they can score. They couldn't score against the Jets. Chiefs defense played a little bit better. I'm scared for the Dolphins in this game. I'm scared for Tua in this game. Chiefs blow the doors off them. Give me Chiefs 28-10. Uh, before I say, pick this, I was wrong. Mixon's not playing the Bengals game. I don't know if that makes a difference. But I'm going to take the Chiefs here. This is my lock of the week. You just can't trust this Dolphins team to score points. They let, us, they let you down last week's playing probably the worst two teams in the league and not being able to score any points. The Chiefs are going to light the team up. I'm going to make a score prediction here. I'm going to go... 38-13, to 13, Chiefs win. This might not be a Tyreek Hill day, though, because the Dolphins do have a good quarterback. He's even Howard. He's a top five, six corner of the league. So look for the secondary receivers for the Chiefs to have a big game. So I'm going to take the Chiefs here. If, we're all going, if you don't mind, if we're all giving score predictions, let me give one. I'm going to say 35-17. I think the Dolphins score a little bit, but Chiefs just double them easily. Uh, So I think we're all consensus for the first four games. Yeah, that is crazy here. Moving on to the Vikings at the Bucks. Bucks are minus seven against the Vikings. So we'll start this one. I'll start. Uh, some of you might not agree, but I think this is a pretty easy one for me. I'm gonna take Tampa Bay. They're seven to five. Uh, this is kind of a weird record. We thought maybe we thought they would have two or three wins this time, but it's Tom Brady. They're coming off a bye week. <clears throat> Excuse me. I think last week they they were able to get healthier. Bruce Arians and, and fixed up the offense a little bit for Tom Brady, made him more comfortable with it. They think I think they know what to do now. The Vikings defense is way too young to know, especially Tom Brady's in a field day against this young defense. I know they're playing well as late. Also, Buccaneers have a top three run defense in the league. I don't see Dalvin Cook doing anything against this run running defense, so I'm gonna take the Buccaneers easily here. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Buccaneers here also. When you have Tom Brady and Bruce Arians and the team they have, you expect better. Seven five is not what you expect. But then you add in they just had a bye week. You expect them to get some things together. I think Bruce Arians will get more into into it. He's got to be upset. This is a Super Bowl contending team, Super Bowl winning team. I think they cover this one easily if they come off the bye week and destroy Minnesota and destroy their playoff hopes. I am going to shock everyone here. I'm gonna, not really you guys, but everyone listening. I'm going to ruin the uh, agreement that we all have here, the consensus picking all the same teams. I'm going to take Minnesota plus the seven. Mainly because we said it here last week, the Vikings game, every game's within a field goal recently. Yeah, the Vikings haven't played a team like Tampa Bay recently. I know, but I feel like Tampa Bay's games, you look at them, been a little close too, close against the Chiefs. Uh, I know the Saints kind of blew them the hell out, but that happens, you know. I just... Before anyone brings up Kirk Cousins struggling on the road, I think his receivers and Thielen and Jefferson are really going to help him out uh, in this game. I think they're going to find ways to ruin up this defense. If you go back, they were the first team to screw up that Bears defense. And I think they're going to be the first team after the bye week, and they're going to go in there and screw up this Bucks defense a little bit. Bucks win, but I think it's within seven here. I got Vikings plus seven. The Bucks, the Bucks defense has been already screwed multiple times, but what I'm saying is 
I don't really trust Kirk Cousins and the Vikings offense without that running game because I really think Dalvin Cook's gonna get shut down against I, the Buccaneers. Defense. I think I think Kirk Cousins he needs to step up. Yeah, I do. I think he shows he's having an above average year for Kirk Cousins. It's having a good it's year. It's flying under the radar, and I think this game could be a game where they really show it. And they got the Chiefs, they got the Saints coming up. They gotta win one of these games. This is the game. They need to compete in if they really want a chance here. And I think this is the best chance they have to compete in a game. So I'm going to take them to compete in this game. And I think, I don't know if they win. I, it's iffy there, but I think it's close. I really I really do. Like you said, how they were playing a lot of close games. They were favorites in a lot of them, and it made it close there. So I don't know, I just want to give that out. I just think if you play close games, you play close games. So yeah. I think... I think they cover seven. Maybe they lose by four. Okay. Back door, maybe. I don't know. Broncos at the Panthers here. Panthers are minus three. Uh, let's start this one. I'll go. Mm, this is this was a kind of tricky one for me, but after looking at it, I think I it made a little bit. This is a little more easier. I'm gonna take the Broncos here. This defense is very, very underrated, especially with the injuries they had to the to their top cornerbacks without Ron Miller even. They played a very good game against Kansas City last week. I know it's a rival. They they play them well usually once a year. But I really can't see the Panthers doing much here. They have no McCaffrey. The defense is young. Uh the receivers very good, but the Broncos secondary is a very have, have very good secondary too. I think Drew Locke will have some success against the Panthers defense, especially on the running game. The Panthers have shown vulnerable to the run so far this season, so I'm gonna take the Broncos here. I'm gonna take the Panthers at plus minus three here. They're home, and I just think Denver isn't the same team away. Every game that they played that's been closer, they won was pretty much at home. When they went away, they were not looking good. They were away against the Raiders. They did not look good. They were away last week. They were, who did they play last week? Chiefs. Yeah, but I think that's just a rivalry game. So it's an exception in my head. But I think they're not as good of a team on the road here. And I think the Panthers keep games close somewhat, but I think they're going to pull away here against a team like Denver. I got Panthers got hopping out to an early lead, and Drew Locke sells the game here at the back end. I got Panthers minus three. I'm going to take the Broncos. This is a very good spread, and it makes this a very tough game. Probably not touch this personally. And I just found out looking at it, I wasn't sure if DJ Moore was playing or not. He's not playing. I feel like that's going to affect him a little. I just have to go with Denver. I've been a little of a believer of Drew Locke. It's not looking so great lately. But I think they'll still be able to hold on. They can run the ball better. No McCaffrey again for the Panthers. And just with the, those couple factors, I have to go with the Broncos. And you get that field goal, and it could still push, maybe cover if it's less than three. Titans at the Jaguars. Last 1 o'clock game here. There's a lot of 4 o'clock. I mean, they're 1. Like they're six. Six. 6. 6. So we're back on a 6 4 o'clock schedule. I'm not going to complain. But Titans. At the Jaguars, Jaguars plus seven and a half here. This is harder than most people think because how good the Jaguars have been playing and how bad Titans defense is. But it's the Titans in December in Jacksonville. You know what that means. Derrick Henry is going to have a 90-yard touchdown run. I'm going to take the Titans here. This is going to be a surprise. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game, actually. But you, you gave me Derrick Henry against Jacksonville in Jacksonville. He has so much success against this team. The Jaguars have no quarterbacks. Titans have very two very good receivers in Davis and um, Brown. 
the Jaguars, they just find ways to sell every single week. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose or what, but they had a, they play, they've been playing pretty well recently. I know seven and a half is a lot, but this Titans seems to be furious after the way they played last week. Uh, Rabel's going to get them fired up and ready to prepare for this game. I think they're going to win by two touchdowns this week. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that. I think Tennessee got embarrassed in the first half of the game. They made it close, almost won at the end. I'm going to take Tennessee here. I know Jacksonville has been playing very close games in very surprising situations. But I think eventually they're just going to lose the hope. They haven't won any of those close games. That kills a team. I Maybe like a team like that, they'll keep their pride going. But Tennessee is going to have more pride to try to blow out, blow out the Jaguars. Like Brand said, Derrick Henry should have a field day here. I think when you look at James Robinson versus Henry, Henry is going to win it. Then he has a QB to back it up. I got Tennessee here. I... You look at Jacksonville. Jacksonville's a spread killer, a covering machine right now in Jacksonville. They got something going there that I really like, and seven and a half is still too much in my opinion. I'm taking Jacksonville seven and a half. You're giving me the hook here. I just want to say they covered against the Browns. Browns just went in there and embarrassed the Titans. I know that doesn't really mean anything, but this is a rivalry game. Which, in my head, means it's going to be closer. Um, and especially the Jaguars at home. I think Jaguars have a really good shot to win this game straight here. And I would not be surprised whatsoever. I get it. Derrick Henry can run, whatever. Yeah, he might pull a Derrick Henry and, and take over the game. But that could always happen. But even then, I still don't think they cover 7.5. I think Jaguars can score on this defense. I think any team will be able to score on this defense. I think they cover the 7.5. And, and I just want to say, Jackson makes the point that Henry's better than Robinson and they have the quarterback to back it up. He said the same thing when they versed the Browns. And yeah, guess I, what? I said, the Browns <laughs> embarrassed them. Jaguars cover here plus 7.5. Yeah, the Titans made it close to the end. They almost won the game. That's what matters. I don't know. That was my underdog of the week, by the way. I don't know if I said that. But first 4 o'clock game here, 4 or 5. Yeah, two four or fives here. Colts at the Raiders. Colts are minus 3. Uh, this is probably one of the easiest ones of the week for me. I'm going to take the Colts here. There's just no way you can trust this Raiders team. You never know what they're going to get. Last week was a very scary performance, even though Darren Waller had one of the best tight end games you could ever have. Uh. This Colts team has been playing very well ever since uh, last week. They got a little bit of a scare against the Texans, but the Texans there have been a very, a very good team as of late the past month. I just don't really trust the Raiders team anymore. They always blow it late in the year. Three's a generous number for the Raiders uh, to be down by. I'm going to take the Colts easily here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Colts here also. I had the Raiders. I was very high on this Raiders team, not going to lie. But the last couple weeks they've been playing have been very concerning. Getting blown out by Atlanta, and then almost losing to the Jets. Yeah, the New York Jets, who I think are winless, and they almost got a loss against them. This Colts team is going to need to keep on firing, so they probably want to take that division. Now there's a good chance that the Titans lost. They need to come through and win by a lot. I think they win by a lot here. There's no one listening to this podcast right now and nobody in this world that can confidently go in there and pick the Raiders to win this game or even cover this spread. They haven't got awful in the last two games. Maybe three games? Was it three games? I don't even remember. But they've been bad. And the Colts, I think, I know they lost the Titans recently, but I really think they're starting to figure stuff out ever since they beat the Packers. 
and they can this game can put them on a roll here and they can start going down the hill and building their snowball very fast here Colts minus three lock it in lock of the day I think easiest pick here of the day everyone should be on the Colts I don't know how anybody takes the Raiders here Jets at Seattle Seattle's minus 13 uh, so we'll start I'll this. take right. it. I'm going to take Seattle here. They are going to be very upset in that Giants lost. I don't think it wasn't it wasn't the biggest upset we've ever seen. It was the biggest upset of this year, but as a Giants fan, I saw that one coming a little bit. The Giants are a tough defense. They played Seattle great. Seattle's not – Jets' defense not even close, obviously. They're one of the worst teams in the league, one of the worst defenses in the league. Seattle rolls over the Jets, no questions asked. Jets have – covered last two weeks against high spreads but not this week i think dk metcalf and the seahawks offense they need to get their crap together they got to it has to happen now i see a lot of teams putting the seahawks high in power rankings still and i'm thinking what the hell are you doing they haven't proven it that they can still get do it right now you play a close one against the eagles you lose to the giants you beat the Cardinals, but it was a close game. The Cardinals are looking like crap. So, Seahawks need a, a big win here. And I hope DK Metcalf goes off here for two touchdowns. Russell Wilson maybe gets back to MVP form a little bit here against a bad Jets defense. And we all know the Jets can't score that many points. They score on the first drive, though, every time. They score on the first drive, at least a field goal. Maybe put some money on that, though. But Seahawks, minus 13. I'm going to take the Seahawks as well. There is no one on the Jets defense that can guard DK Metcalf straight up. There's, I literally, maybe Lamar Jackson the, be, the is their best corner. He sucks. He sold the game last week. There's no one on the team that can guard anyone on the Seahawks offense. The, I will say this to Jets. I believe will score some points because the Seahawks defense is bad. I, they're probably worse than the Raiders defense. And the Jets put up some points last week. But 13, the Seahawks will cover this easily. The defense, Seahawks defense has been playing pretty well. They've, they've gotten better, actually, in the past few weeks ever since that Arizona win on Thursday night. I really, I really think it's a bounce-back spot for Russell Wilson to let everyone know that the Seahawks are still hanging in there. I'm at the Seahawks this week, too. 425 game here is for them. All on Fox here. Packers at Detroit. Detroit's getting... Eight and a half points against this Packers team who wants to start this one. I'll take it. I'm going to take the Packers here. I feel like easily they've been playing lights out after that Colts game. I get it. It was two easier opponents. But even before that, they were playing pretty well. They had a couple hiccups. Minnesota game was a hiccup. I think this is one of the best teams in the NFC. That's it. I think they're going to beat their rival who's not so good lately. And they're going to win it easily and cover easily. I don't think the Packers as well. I don't really care. The Lions, this new culture head coach that they give them to spark to. I don't really care about that. You're playing the Packers. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams own the Lions. And I say own. They, I only mean own them. The defense has been playing lights out, like Jackson said. There's really no one on the Lions offense that really scares you. I don't know if Swift's playing. I don't know if Galladay's playing. But it doesn't matter because the Packers have a quarterback to lock down Galladay. I don't really buy this Lions team getting a spark with this new coach at all. I got the Packers easily here as well. I think the the Packers go in there and light up the defense. And I think they put up a lot of points. Somewhere, maybe 40. Let's just say the Packers put up 40. But the thing is, the Lions been sneaky offensive recently. And I think it's a rivalry game. It's in Detroit. 
I think the Lions have potential to go in there and put up 35 points against this team. Will it happen? Probably not. Will the Packers put up 40? Probably not. But I can see it happening, a 40-35 win here for the Packers. I'm taking the Lions plus 8.5. It's a rivalry game, and I think historically Lions-Packers games are a little closer than what people remember. And I'm I'm taking the Lions. I like what DeAndre Swift can do. I, I think Lions, I like Stafford. I think he's a little underrated this year. I'm taking the Lions plus 8.5. I hope it doesn't burn me, but Lions 8.5 here. So, yeah, Swift is returning this week. Galladay is still out. He's been upset this whole year. He's always getting hurt. So, but off that score, do you like the over, under, the over at 55? Over 55? That's a lot. A lot. I can't confidently do over 55. Maybe a T-spot? If you want to seize it down and take six more, yeah, I would do that. But I don't know about 55. It's hard to call 55 for any game. Yeah, it's the highest over under by five points, so or three points. I but I really see a high scoring game. So if I wouldn't do it with confidence, but that's one I'm probably more confident in. Yeah. Than others, because I don't really do over unders that much. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna skip game of the week here for the after trivia. We're moving on to the Falcons at the Chargers. Falcons minus two and a half against the Chargers. I'll start this one. Charge, there's, it's a little, it's a lot, two and a half, it's a lot for a Falcons team and a Chargers team that, it's overreaction because Chargers got blown out against the Patriots team, 45 nothing. they got their doors closed. Falcons have no Julio Jones, and I think everyone might be freaking out a little bit that they don't have Julio, but they didn't have Julio a little, like, I don't know how many weeks ago, but they did not have Julio, and they played better. Like, the offense looked smoother. And that's when they really got their horse together. And I think that has potential to happen again here. Falcons will put up points. And I did not see that from the Chargers yesterday. Who's going to make every field goal out of 50 yards or more given to him? That's a definite so far this year. I think Falcons win this game. Because I don't don't think the Chargers can win a game. I, I can't see it. And I can't bet that confidently or pick that confidently. I got Falcons minus two and a half. But two and a half is a lot for a Falcons team. But two and a half here. Um, I'm gonna go with the Chargers here. Last week, I kind of saw it coming. Anthony Lynn's a horrible coach going up against the best coach of all time. You're gonna get out coached easily. But here he's going up against an interim head coach who has has shown sometimes that he's not capable of keeping up with other coaches. But this Falcons secondary is awful. Justin Herbert is very good. This wide receiver core is even better around him. I think this is a game where Mike Williams and Keenan Allen really get things going together. Maybe two touchdowns apiece for them. I know Stockton's offense is high power, but the Chargers defense isn't as bad as a lot of people think. Their secondary is pretty good. The pass rush is really good. I'm going to go with the Chargers here. Plus the points and at home. I think it's an easy one here for me. I'm going to take the Falcons here. I think the Falcons have played much better since firing their coach. They played definitely more competitively. They played very. They had a chance to win that game against New Orleans last time. Very surprising. This Chargers team is very badly coached. Like Brand said, it's probably the worst. Uh, let's call it coach. Coach versus coach. Bill Belichick versus Anthony Lynn could be the worst ever. I think this Falcons team is gonna win by putting up more points than the Chargers. This is not really gonna be a defensive game. I actually like the over under here. It's only a forty nine. A little surprising. I think this one blows it over. I think both teams put up points. I think the Falcons come out in the long run, though. Falcons cover. 
I last game here before trivia Washington's Washington at San Francisco. San Francisco's my home. They're minus three against the football team. Jackson, I'll let you start this one here. Okay, this is very interesting. Surprising that San Fran's favored. This is going to hurt me inside as a Giants fan, but I have to pick Washington for the pick. I think they're well better than San Fran. San Fran had a little hot streak. They still got those injuries. I mean, not really a hot streak, but playing in interesting games. Buffalo showed them up last time. Washington has been playing great football, and I think they're going to continue it. They're going to could win this game outright, and it's going to hurt as a Giants fan if they do. I'm taking Washington here as well. I've said it every week the 49ers come up. They have Nick Mullins, who you can't consistently trust. It You just can't. He's not going to consistently win. He's not even that good of a quarterback, in my opinion. And you don't have your best offensive weapon, your best run blocker, and George Kittle. You're not going to go anywhere when you're missing those two pieces. Those are humongous. Maybe the most important two most important pieces on the team that you're missing here. And Washington's, they, they clicked. You're seeing Alex Smith become Alex Smith again. And Washington's a scary team now. Uh, so is the Giants. They're both scary teams now. 49ers are gonna be, should be frightened in this game here. I know the only thing they got going for them is their home. But, oh, wait, they're in Arizona. So it's a tough one here for the 49ers. I'm taking Washington plus a three. I'm going to go Washington as well. It's going to be an underdog of the week. I'm going to take them for the, either the fourth or fifth straight week in a row. This Washington team, I say it most every week, even though it kills me a Giants fan, they're a legit team. I think they're a few little pieces away, maybe a better quarterback. Maxman's pretty good from really contending. This defense is very, very good. I feel like the 49ers aren't going to get really much anything going on offense because the front, the front seven is top three, top five in the league. I will say, though, that Washington won't be able to get off the little quick pass that they usually do because 49ers linebackers are very good. Washington has played in Arizona earlier on in the year, so I also think that helps them out more, too, here. I really don't know how they are in this game. They're going to win this game easily. I'm going to pick Washington here. We got game of the week, Sunday night, Monday night, and the Giants for after trivia. We're going to move on to trivia here, which I really don't know this the answer to this question here. The question is, Last five quarterback TD leaders. That's 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017. Wait, so was it total or passing? In 2016. Uh, passing, though. Right. Yeah, it is passing. Wait, so we counting last year's 2020, right? Yeah. I'm not trying to pull a jack. So. I mean, I don't think it matters if you label it 2019, 2020. Just don't then say, oh, we're skipping a year. Yeah. Like Jackson did. Like I do you guys actually do you guys know who it was last year? Because I actually don't know. I think, I, think I, do. I do. Wow. Okay. Then I'm in trouble. We'll say it's not confidently though. I'm in trouble then. I'm about to just guess random quarterbacks. Wait, last year when we were juniors, right? So that was 2020. I have not a clue. Who was okay? Who was I can't ask this question, can I? What was it? I was just say who was in the MVP question? Was it Lamar or Mahomes? I can't tell. You. Last year? I can't tell you that one. Oh, probably looking at paper. I'm not, man. Oh wait, 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 what year did he? Oh, oh, oh. This is a tough one here. 
I feel like the, these guys like the like they they won the MVP. Oh. Except one guy on my list. You might be right. Damn, this is a tough one. Uh. Got two more to get. Ah, this is not easy. Alright, I completely guessed here. I don't really know. I'm done though. I'm waiting for you guys. I'll entertain the stream. Please go follow the Instagram at the underscore breakdown podcast. We're so close. Actually, we hit 100 followers. We're over 100 followers. Just go follow it though. Go tell your friends about the podcast. Spread the podcast like the coronavirus. Just spread it. That was kind of messed up. I shouldn't have said that. That was so messed up. But just tell everyone about it, please. And if you're listening right now, plop a review. Drop a review. Plop it in there in the review section. If you're listening Spotify, SoundCloud, go to Apple Podcasts and drop a review here. Is Jackson ready? I am. I'll go first here. I don't really know. 2016, I put Aaron Rodgers, a Ron. 2017, I put Matt Ryan. 2018, I put Tom Brady. 2019, I put Aaron Rodgers again. And then last year, I put Pat Mahomes, which I don't know if he's right or not, but... I'll take 2016 Breeze, 2017 Rogers, 2018 Matt Ryan, then 2019 and 20 I did Mahomes for both. Um, 2016 I put Cam Newton, 2017 I put Matt Ryan, 2018 I put Carson Wentz because he had that amazing year he got hurt late. Um, 2019 I put Mahomes and 2020 I put Lamar because Mahomes was hurt for some weeks last year and Lamar had an amazing year last year. So. Mm, okay. I gotta try and find this now. All right. All right, I got it. Is it. Make sure it's t- uh, passing. If you can, don't look at 2015 in case it's a tiebreaker. It's tw- it's uh, it's passing. Touchdown right. okay. single season. 2016 was Aaron Rodgers. I got two here. Oh. I didn't, I guess because, you know what? I had a fantasy that year. Yeah. And I had Cam. And I remember Aaron Rodgers popped off, too. It was either 16 had, had that great year. I mean, every year is a pretty good year for him. Uh, I just dropped my phone, sorry. 2017 was Russell Wilson. They wow, no. They wouldn't even have him on the list. No. no. 2018 was Pat Mahomes. Okay. Wait, I think we got our years mixed up. Do I? Yeah. No, I think we I think we got our years mixed up. And that would be 2019. Okay, wait. So they're not going to count 2020, right? Isn't there no 2020? When that would be? Okay, wait, 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 wait. 2020, that's this year, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Area is labeled 2020 already for this year. It has Aaron Rodgers as the leader. So actually, 2016 in our list would be Tom Brady. Okay. Okay. So I would get plus one here. Because you had him on your list, yeah. right? Okay. And then I would get plus one for Rodgers because then he's 2017. Plus now I got two points. And that means 2018 is Russell Wilson. Which I don't, did anyone even have no, on the list? No, I don't have on the list. Okay. 2019 would be Pat Mahomes. Okay, I had that. I had him last year. That's plus one. How many points do you have? Four. Two. I have three. Uh, oh, and last year was Lamar Jackson. Wait, did I just come back and tie Jackson? Yeah. Wait, how many do you have? Four. 
I have four. Okay, then I guess we're going to tie. How'd you figure Lamar Jackson? Damn, he was a boy last year. He didn't have that many passes. Yeah, Lamar. The year before Tom Brady, correct? Wait, what was Tom? When did Tom Brady win it? Twenty sixteen on our list. The last year, so the year before that, twenty. Did you say twenty fifteen? Didn't you? It's twenty fourteen on this list. Okay, so whatever's twenty fourteen. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so that was one. Hold on, I'm drawing a Do you want the number? Do you want a number? What yeah. number you wore? No, like how yeah, many touchdowns yeah. he threw? Oh. 40. Oh, no, never mind. It's not. Hold on, can I look at the teams? Who was that? Yeah. Who was that guy? I need. Uh, who's guessing first here? Uh, who has more you twos? Pick. I, have I have two twos. twos. You have two twos? You yeah. pick Josh. Uh. Brian got the f- number one right, so he can pick first. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go on a guess here. I said Big Ben. Jackson? I'll just say Big Ben also, but I feel like they run the ball too much. I say Big Ben, though. No, you're both wrong. All right. Uh, let's go one more guess here, and then I'll give you conference. We've had a lot of tiebreakers recently. We have. Actually, you want to do two more guesses? One more? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I'm ready. You go first, so. What should I wait for him to get a guess, though? Yeah. Jackson fighting for his fourth win here in the pod. Yeah, this is interesting. We could steal it. Not steal Brandon's it. Just nine, have right? it. I have eight. That'd yeah. be 17 Jackson, and 20. Jackson, so yeah. Here. Yeah, for your sake also. And for my comeback sake. I don't really know when he got injured. I don't really know. Pick. One in deck with Tom Brady. Derek Carr. You're both wrong here. Uh, I'm going to say conference because you guys are not really close. So, it's the AFC here. Okay. Before you say it, Brandon, let me just make sure I get my guess. Oh. I have a guess. Yeah, don't write it down. Don't make that mistake. I, I definitely realized that the minute I was getting right. Ren's taking his methodic time with this one. I Jackson, I, I, I really like I saw can't. the light bulb light up in Jackson's I, I really can't think right now. I'm drawing a blank. If it's not him, then I wouldn't know. Oh, no. We could have disaster here. Who was the quarterback? Wait, wait. What year was it? 2014, you said? Yeah. So 2014 was when we were in. Eighth grade? No, sixth grade. Seventh? 2014, we were in sixth grade. That was OBJ's rookie year. Okay. Or fifth grade. I don't really know. It was six years ago, man. I'm trying to think because who... No, I'm hope. I mean, the, I know who I'm going to say. I'm hoping he was playing that, like... Uh, any day now, man. I'm thinking. Hold on. <laughs> TikTok. Uh, this is an interesting one. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Who's the AFC? What? Yeah. Who came out of the AFC? I think I know. Oh, Go oh, on. oh, hold on. Who guesses first here? Brandon. 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 Brandon guess first. Actually, no. Way. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Andrew Luck. <laughs> I said Andrew Luck also. It's Andrew Luck. And we already know 2013, I'm pretty sure, because that was the record-breaking year. Okay. Do you want to do 2012? <laughs> All right. Yeah, but yeah. can we get if he's active or not? <laughs> I think that's a good question to know. Yeah, they're active. Okay, good. Um... Jackson yeah. is first here. Are you ready, Brandon? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Big Ben. Very well thrown. Should we go for a conference right now? No, yeah. just one more yes. One more All right, yes. conference? Yeah. yeah. And a, no, just give one more because 
That's you might both get it again here. Okay. Do we guess? No. Let All right, I gotta one. think. You said 2012, right? Yeah. I have one now. Wait, Brian says first for this time, right? Yeah. yeah. I have one too. Uh, right here, I put Joe Flacco. Mm. Tom Brady. You're both wrong again. Uh, let's go to the conference. NFC. Oh. He's an NFC curler? Yeah. I feel like it's going to give it away. Jackson, yes, it's first here. I'm between two guys right now. Really? All right. I got mine. Ready, Brian? Yeah. Drew Brees. I said Drew Brees, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, 2011. Is he playing? Yeah. NFC, still playing. My okay. guess is first. I know right. my guess. My guess is Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. No, you're both wrong. Oh, what? thank God. I was like, no way. We're both right. Jackson, you guess for sure. I think this is going to be a very weird one. Hopefully he was playing with the NFC oh, team no. at this point. He's like, still he was... active. Oh, never mind. I, think, <laughs> I just totally forgot about that. I was going to say Kurt Warner. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the hell? This is taking, dude, Kurt this Warner. Is, this is taking forever, dude. <laughs> He's still active? Who the hell was 2011? Yeah, still oh, active. Oh, no. You might never get this. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you got it, you got it, you got it. You got it, you got it. Okay, I'm at... No, 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 sh- sh- Is he still on the... T- can you tell if he's still... Yes, he's still on the team. He's still like, starting no, quarterback. Still on, the, on the team that he broke... Yes, that not yes, broke. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Oh, no. We might have a problem here. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, guys, just... Just... Wait, no, that doesn't make no, sense. Don't give it, don't give it. You just, oh, you just gave it away. How? You said he was a starting quarterback, still. So. Yeah, he's a starting quarterback. In the I got my guess. Brian? All right, I do Drew Brees. Oh, I got a different Matt Ryan. Drew Brees. Dang it. Yeah, yeah, back to back. Ryan <laughs> finally wins. Oh, man, a Damn big it, win. bro. Ryan with his 10th win here. I have eight. Jackson still with three, Jackson. I was, yeah. I was pulling for you there. I know. I couldn't do it. <laughs> he said Kurt Warner. What was Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> hey, when, that was a dark when, horse when, guess. When it was Andrew Luck, I thought we were going to be here all day. I didn't think you guys were going to Oh, I was, right, no, I was, like, I I was hoping he was playing during that time. Like, it wasn't too early or injury here because he had so many injuries. I was 24. They, they year, always right? used to play in the playoffs in the Patriots every year. Yeah, the Patriots always beat them. We're going to move on here to uh, game of the week here. It's Saints at the Eagles. Saints are minus seven and a half here. Uh, you know what? I'll start this one. This one's a tough one for me. Uh, it's a lot. Seven and a half is a lot. And the thing that really scares me is Jalen Hurts. I don't think he plays well. This is not a game for him. And there's going to be a game where the Saints struggle because of Taysom Hill. There's going to be a game where they struggle. It's going to come sooner or later. Maybe against the Chiefs he struggles. It's not this game, however. Saints win, 7.5. I hope they cover easily. They, they might not. Jalen Hurts might surprise some people, and I, I wouldn't be surprised, but Saints 7.5 here. Uh, I'll say first, if this was at 10 and Carson Wentz is playing, I think it's an easy Eagles pick for me. But that being said, he's not playing. I'm going to take the Saints here. I think that the Saints defense is playing very well, and Jalen Hurts, you don't know what you're really going to get. It's his first start, and he's going up against a top-five defense in the league. The receivers he has were struggling to get open. His number one receiver was a former quarterback. I really don't see 
them hanging in here. However, if this is a, you said mentioned the Taysom Hill game a struggle, I think that it could come here. But even with the struggles, I don't think it's enough for the Eagles to come away. So I'm gonna take the Saints here. Yeah, the Saints are my lock of the week. People, a lot of people say, "Oh, Jalen Hurts will fix this team up." I don't think it's QB play that's killing them. I think it's a lot of things around. Their offensive line is constantly getting hurt. Look at their receiving core. Is anyone even good there? Do any of them even have a pro ball? I don't know. Maybe I was shown a while ago. But this Saints team is going to keep on rolling. Their defense is going to lock up Philly. Their offense can continue rolling. Taysom Hill is going to control the clock and not let them do anything. Jalen Hurts will have a lot of pressure. Saints cover this one easily. Sunday night here is a big game, honestly. I'm very excited for this game here. Steelers at the Bills. Bills are minus two. I'll let you guys start this one. I'll take it. I'm surprised I'm not getting points. Buffalo's not underdog. I'm taking Buffalo. I know they're favorited, but it's only a very small spread. I think this was going to be a field goal win either way, so I don't think it's going to really affect that that much. I'm taking Buffalo here. I They really were clicking against San Fran, and the Chargers, they looked pretty good. Uh, Steelers were about time until they lost a game. They had a couple uh, scares, and then they finally lost to a good defensive team. I think the Bills win this one in cover. If there is any other way you could piss off the Steelers more than the LAR, you would say was this. I don't even know how Buffalo State I know they're a good team, but the Steelers, they're a very good team as well. I mean, they're already mad. They've been playing, complaining about the games, the schedule they had, and they just got embarrassed by a team with no name. I think that Mike Tomlin is going to be furious. He's already furious. The receivers got to step with their game. I think that this is a game where they show out the Bills' defense hasn't played well as of late, but I think the Steelers figure out something. They got to they got to figure out how to capitalize on the red zone because that's been a struggle all year. I think that when you're giving the points to an 11 and one team, you, you got to take. I'm gonna take the Steelers here. This one is probably the hardest game I've had to pick all year. Uh, Every day, every hour, I'm back and forth on a different team, and I probably will be that right up until kickoff. It's a hard one for me because I'm high on the Steelers, higher than these two on the Steelers, and I'm probably one of the biggest Josh Allen fans out there, so this is a very tough one for me. I just think the Steelers need to figure out their offense a little bit. And I think this Bills defense is the team to do it on. I think it's not that good, and I think they'll be able to put up points. And I think the Bills offense might struggle a little bit against the Steelers defense. Like, if they were to struggle against a defense, I feel like it would be the Steelers defense. And you're giving me two and a half for the Steelers. I have to take the Steelers here. I just can't not. I'm taking the Steelers plus two and a half, but that could change in my head very easily by tomorrow. This is... I don't. I really. This is a tough one for me. Monday night here, Ravens at the Browns. This is another great game, in my opinion. Here, Ravens minus two. Who wants to start? I'm gonna take the Browns. I've been liking the Browns a lot, and I think their their hot streak is really good. <laughs> this Baltimore team was able to find out a little bit, but their defense still struggle on Dallas. Seventeen is interesting. I did not think they'd allow that many points. I think Miles Garrett will give Baltimore a lot. I think their whole defensive line will give Baltimore a lot in there as they run the ball a lot. Cleveland's going to continue their amazing hot streak and try pushing for the number one division, even though it's a very small chance. I think they win this game upright. This game's not a tough one for me. This is probably the second toughest one of the week here. That's why I love these two games. I love that they're prime time here. 
I really want to pick the Ravens here because I really think they're the better team when they're playing 100% together well. The coaches are clicking. I really think they're the better team. Just the thing is, it's a rivalry game, which means it's going to be a close one, in my opinion. And I like split rivalry games. And you're looking at Ravens-Browns, who historically split rivalry games. And the Ravens won the first one. Uh, they split last year. Not a lot of people know that, but the Ravens-Browns split last year. I I think they split again this year at Cleveland like they did last year. I'm taking Cleveland plus two. I will take Cleveland as well. I'm a very big Browns believer, especially being the year. I really like what Kevin Stefanski has done. I think he's a very slept-on coach for Coach of the Year candidate. The Ravens just haven't really shown that they could do, haven't shown what they could last year. They, I don't think they can blow a team that they used to. The offensive line is now what it was last year. The defense hasn't really lived up to the expectations. I know they're good defense, but I think this Browns team, you can run this Ravens defense. A lot of people don't know, but you can really run this Ravens defense. Derrick Henry did it. Zeke was doing a little bit last, last week. The Browns have two very good running backs. I think this is a game where Baker doesn't have to do much because the running game will take over for them itself. And this is just going to be an ugly game, I think. I think that the Browns are going to win this one, though, so I'm going to take the Browns. Man, I, I really hate picking the Browns, I'll be honest, because yeah, I, really I don't like Baker, and I don't like OBJ. I know he's not playing, but it just hurts my soul a little bit. It's a different when I take, Browns team right now. I take now. the Browns. Uh, if good. they win this game, they're going to they're gonna wake up a lot of people. Though. I know they're favorite. I know that most people think they're going, but they're going to still wake up a lot of people here. Last game here before we end the podcast, Cardinals at the Giants. Cardinals minus two and a half. Absolutely ginormous game here for the Giants. If the Giants want to get in, I really think this is a must win. You're you're it's not a guarantee you beat the Browns. Uh it's not a guarantee you beat the Ravens, especially if they come out there and beat the Browns. And the Cowboys, in my opinion, is the must-win. So I think the Cardinals and Cowboys are the two must-win games here. That being said, I'm taking the Giants. Minus 2.5. I'm sure we're all taking the Giants here at minus 2.5. D-Hop and Drake are questionable. Uh, I'm pretty sure both of them will play. I just think Kyler's been struggling. And the way the Giants need to win this game is they got to stop Kyler from running. they got to stop the whole team from running. The team can't run. They have a great chance of winning this game. Daniel Jones will be back. I'm taking the Giants plus two here. I think I think they win this game here at plus two and a half. I really do. I, I, they have to. I think they win this game. I'm taking the Giants here as well. I really think the offense is going to get stuff going against this Cardinals defense. We know for a little bit we were saying they're underrated, but the past few weeks they've just been collapsing on every level there is. Wayne Gallon has been playing great. What I'm nervous about, the defense playing well, I don't think the Cardinals will be able to run really anything. Kyler Murray's hasn't really shown that ability the last few weeks. I think his shoulders still bothering him. But I'm nervous about is Larry Fitzgerald is going to be playing for the Cardinals. And when he's in the lineup, Kyler Murray just gets a lot more confident in, what, in the plays. Kingsbury gets a lot more confident in the plays he's calling. I think that the Giants need to shut down Hopkins, and if they do that, I think they'll be fine because Larry Fitzgerald's up there in age. He's not really a threat anymore, which is possible because Bradbury's been playing very well, and the Giants' defense has been playing very well too. I think the Giants are going to win this one easily, I think, by a touchdown or even 10 points. I think Kyle Murray struggles hard here. Yeah, you know I'm taking the Giants. It's my underdog of the week again. Last week it hit easily. 
They covered it. They won the game straight up. It was pretty easy. This Giants defense has been playing amazing. And when they go far in the playoffs or play good in general, it's because of their defense. And this is a replica of previous years of when they were good. Cardinals have just been playing bad also. So it's really a good spot for the Giants. They The Cardinals would have lost their last five games if it wasn't for that Hail Mary in Buffalo. So, But they're losing their last three. Giants win this game up straight. Cardinals can get nothing done. It's going to be another low-scoring game. This over-under is a little higher than I thought. It's at 46. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game. I just want to say, the way the Giants win this game is if at the end of this game, you look at the stat sheet, and you see that Daniel Jones has more rushing yards than Kyler Murray. That's a good sign. Yeah. And I think there's a real chance that that could happen in this game. But there's nothing more to say, really, than this is a must-win. If they lose this mm-hmm. game, they're in trouble. And yeah, looking like we think football team could win. Especially when Washington, I really think, could beat yeah. a 49ers team. Uh, so, And this is, no one really saw. There's a chance both the NFC East teams make the playoffs at this point. Yes. They're only a game out of the wild card. And it's the Vikings who play the Bucks. If the Bucks beat them, then the Cardinals are there also. The Cardinals lose. All of a sudden, the Giants and football team, if they do win, are right up there. So, interesting that both teams could possibly make it. Uh, I think that the way the Giants can win, have to win this game is by controlling the clock and having time of possession. You can't get, keep giving this Cardinals offense more times on the drive because eventually they have a good enough quarterback and receiver to capitalize. They need to take what the Rams did to the Cardinals last week and do the same exact thing by running the ball hard, play action. And if they do that, they have a really strong chance to win, win big. Yeah, I mean, they won last week with Colt McCoy and now we get Daniel Jones if he cannot turn the ball over I think we win this game for sure that's the key don't turn the ball over don't give the ball to free to the Cardinals yeah I I'm very excited for these three games Giants Cardinals Steelers Bills yeah Browns Ravens I'm very excited I absolutely can't wait uh for those games here but I do think that's gonna do it here on the show we have no show tomorrow. Enjoy your football Sunday. Hopefully, everything goes well for you guys. And no show Monday. So, hopefully, that Monday game is a good one. Yeah. Hopefully, Baker doesn't just play like crap, which could happen because it happens. Uh, go drop a review, please. It helps so much. We'll read it on the podcast. If you just go in the review section on Apple Podcasts and drop a review, it takes a couple of days to show up, but then we will read it on the podcast. And please go follow the Instagram at the underscore breakdown podcast. Uh, Tony, our, our media guy, he's not here today, but he works all, really well on that. He posts all our episodes, and please go follow that. Go tell your friends about it. Uh, Jackson and Brandon with me today. Uh, I'm your host, Josh Wissey Jackson. Please hit him with an adios. Adios. Brandon doesn't get to say anything because he annoys me. Not really much today, though. I'm surprised. But see you guys.